It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this uh, ninth day of November, 2017. We have Veterans Day coming up here uh, in two more days on the 11th. Uh, Don't forget that. Uh, uh, Say a prayer for veterans, for sure. And uh, everybody and Huh? Uh, it's, it's observed tomorrow. It's oh, observed it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. look at there. Somebody changed the date on me. Oh, God. No, well, actually, it is Saturday, but it, it's, it's observed during the week, so it'll be Friday for the observation. Well, That's when, uh, like, yeah, this golden, golden crowd of Mark Lunch or the Texas Roadhouse will get you a, get, get you a steak. Well, I would if I was able. I might not be able to make it over, but the thought's nice anyway. Good thing they do for the veterans. It is a good thing they do. And active members, too, uh, in the service, uh, they take care of them. Uh, Mm -hmm. Well, uh, John, let me give out our our call-in number here. Uh, folks, we got some uh, good topics tonight, and uh, well, they're not good, but anyway, it's it's information, and and it's probably information a lot of you already aware of, but we want to we want to put it out here and and uh, see if we can get some response. So. If you feel free to call in uh, with a question or comment, and our number is 347-237-4819. Now, our call-in number, once again, is 347-237-4819, and... uh, 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 he'll ask you to hit one if you want to be in the queue here with us so we can uh, uh, bring you on there. Uh, love to have some call-ins. Uh, John, we were uh, talking about this uh, uh, VA secretary uh, uh, coming out with a statement that... Uh, They've realized that the the VA is adversarial towards the veterans. Now, <laughs> no. Th- this is as old as Moses coming in. Oh, <laughs> you know, this is horrible. They just now realizing that they know it. It's everybody. They're the ones that did it by design. And it's been my design for uh, ever since it's been Veterans Affairs. Uh, They want to make their life for a poor veteran as difficult as they can. 
Moses. Uh, have you ever had any trouble with the VA being adversarial? Me? <laughs> what? Uh, perhaps. Uh, um, perhaps I had my injuries in the Navy. That's what they said on my uh, denial letter. Perhaps. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, uh, quite a bit of uh, adversarial issues dealing with my claim when I first started, my first few denials. And uh, it's, you know, it's it's kind of funny. It's kind of ironic. Uh, I, I took this story and uh, copied it over from uh, our good buddy Ben Krause over at disablebets.org. And, uh, you know, Ben's been pretty much on top of this stuff. And uh, But they caught uh, Mr. Shulkin. They caught him. He was doing a uh, speech at the National Press Club in D.C. And he admitted that the process of securing a veteran's benefits is adversarial for veterans. Well, what they ought to do is uh, go back and do a little investigation because there's a little book out there. There's two, two books, and they're real thick books. One is the Title 38, Part 3, which is the adjudication manual. And the law specifically states that they are not to be adversarial toward veterans. So even though they're adversarial, they're breaking the law. So I think maybe we ought to go look at them. And those uh, that are need to be removed from office. And let's start Let's start with Shulkin. We need to remove him, too. Because by the time this show is over... I guarantee you, all the listeners will understand what I'm saying or what we're saying, Gerald. Yeah. It, uh, okay. This goes beyond being a disgrace, and then they even come up and admit it to us, to our faces. Uh, it yeah. It's horrible. It goes goes beyond description, and I don't know too many veterans out there that have not had a hard time with the VA. Granted, we've had a few that's been able to, to for whatever reason, you know, uh, uh, slide right through. But if you have a, a complex claim, you're in serious trouble. And... Now, someone that's been <coughs> hit with an IUD or something, or, or IED. Uh, IED, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, some may be hit with IUD. I know. Um, but, but, but <laughs> uh, you know, get an arm or leg blowed off or two legs, and you know, those they pretty well take take care of, and, and without a lot of hassle. Uh, now, if you come home with uh, you've been hit with an explosion, near explosion, knocked you out or something, uh, causes traumatic brain injury. Uh, now, I understand there's a lot of those veterans really having a difficult time. Uh, 
uh, with the VA trying to get them to recognize the fact that, yes, indeed, they do have an injury. Yeah. And that's horrible. That's horrible. But that that's just the example of the difference. Uh, well, there's a, there's a movement right now, Gerald. And yeah. It's a, it's a bureaucratical movement, and it's starting in D.C., and it's starting with Shulkin. Shulkin's got uh, some ideas he wants to press on to the VA. And his first idea, just after he came out with that speech and said it was adversarial toward veterans, yeah, he's coming out with these ideas. Now, the first idea is he wants to reduce the administrative cost in processing these claims. Well, first of all, you're not going to reduce anything if you've got a system of denials. And if you've got a system of denials, then the veteran the only recourse a veteran has is to go through the appeal process. It's all laid out in law books, and the, you know, and that's a process. So. About the same time he gave this speech, this young one lady, I guess she was a service center manager, came on and said it would be better for veterans to reopen their claim instead of filing an appeal. And yes. about 10 minutes after she said that, she should have been fired. Because, again, that goes against the law. The law states that you, you, the veteran has the opportunity to appeal his claim. There's a thing called a DRO review. You know, and, and the veteran yeah. can go through any process he can to get his claim awarded. So, and but remember, if they deny your claim, you don't appeal with one year. That you're you just the same thing as you telling the VA. Well, I agree with you. I'm not, there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> That's the exact same thing. And that's right. But once if people you realize you your claim, you're saying, "Yeah, yeah. I was wrong, and you were yeah. right." And, I'll go fishing or something. I ain't able to work. I can't do nothing. I can't even yeah. go fishing. I feel so loud. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they want so, you to drop, you know, and reopen your claim. Maybe they'll award it sooner. But as soon as they do, if they do award the claim in, say, seven weeks, you've had your claim open for three years, you're going to lose 36 months of back pay. That could be substantial. And that's yeah, what and you're aiming for. And uh, I think that was a wrong, wrong thing to be said by a VA official. Uh, yeah, I read that report, and it just makes you yeah. want to throw up. Uh, give you some advice. If your claim was denied due to missing records, and you don't reopen that claim, and say 10 years down the road, you find those records, or somebody finds those records, guess what you get to do? You get to submit File those records when, you, when you claim, and you use uh, 3.156C and tell them you want your original effective date. And that's the way that works in in Well, in don't our you channel. think they'll uh, cut that out, John? That's what that... No, there's another no, thing in the back of my mind that they'll eliminate that process where you can, you can backdate on them. Uh, they can't do that because that's written in the law, Joe. Well, they have a tendency to have a grip on who these lawmakers uh, if the VA wants yeah, it. That was that's not going to happen with the, with the current situation in Congress and the Senate right now. 
because yeah. they're too busy. They're they're too busy uh, chasing snipes to, to do their jobs. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so, uh, but another thing that he said in that report, Sultan, or um, uh, well, I'd call him Stalin, maybe. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he 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 said that. Uh, uh, he wanted to cut back on these uh, TDIU uh, unemployability, uh, the well, unemployability well, it, uh, deal. Uh, it looks so, like uh, and that uh, that you know, really, really put a whammy on a lot of veterans. Well, that's coming from Gerald. Is this situation right here? Um, he's looking at veterans that are approaching retirement age, like, uh, and he's also said in this report here too. He didn't like the fact that the sixty uh, the Vietnam vet gets his gets his claim worn, and he realized well, this guy's seventy years old. He's going to have health problems anyways at seventy. So we need to figure some way out to let him get his Social Security at seventy, not pay enough from the VA. Yeah. And the story is all is not rosy for elderly veteran benefits. And they're secretly working a deal to cut veteran benefits. And they're going to throw the elderly under the bus. So. Well, the least able to uh, generate an opposition to them, that's who they're going to go after. And it appears to me that they have the blessing of the, what, five or six top uh, agencies, the BFW, the American Legion, and all them. Oh, yeah, yeah, they got that, the subsidized bunch? Yeah. It's just on the subsidized bunch, okay? Because, you know, they're the ones getting the free rent. Yeah, we'll, we'll give that them an we'll, extra. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll call that subsidization and, and uh we own them anyway. Uh, <laughs> so we'll just have them bow down if they accept it and then they get all their memberships to accept it. Uh if you're a member of one of these organizations, uh the American Legion or the VFW or the B V A or any of them. Um, well, they're trying to they're they're trying to do you know like that lady said uh, they're trying to get veterans to actually stop and uh, reopen you know file new claims and they'll award that claim and then they want them to surrender their rights in favor of quicker solutions and that reduces oh, yeah. the payouts over the long run yeah and but it, it doesn't help the veteran none the only thing you're doing is helping the government and you know the government's yeah. responsible to take care of veterans that are injured or, or disabled. As a result of military service, you know, that's a promise made to the veterans. Now, the money involved, that's fine. They just need to go ahead and get it appropriated. You know, take some of these other programs away that, you know, that don't work nothing, like maybe uh, some of these things, like checking out, checking to see if a crawdad has got stripes or not, or uh, spending millions of dollars on different colors of paint to see how paints are, and things like that, you know. Quit, you know that's the waste that needs to be cut. And they shouldn't uh, do yes, anything. Yes, it does. The they're, they're always doing 
we're going to do an uh, research on this. We're going to research this. We're going to investigate it. Uh, something yeah, already knows the fact. So, uh, uh, yeah. We're going to have a two-year study why this flat tire went, you know, the tire went flat. And then in well, two yeah. years, we determined it was a nail. Well, uh, now we got to do another two-year study to find out how this nail getting that tire. Well, that's what yep. the studies boil down to. And chances are yeah. it wasn't a nail; it was a screw, and the veteran's one that got screwed. So uh, that's uh, true. That's true. Uh, you can't believe their studies are unreliable. Um, well, they and everything they do, and, everything they do is in their favor. They 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 taint everything toward just like the one twelve studies, Gerald. You know the use of Agent Orange. They want to prove they didn't use Agent Orange at one twelve and things like that. So they come out with these studies well, and yeah, they do, and and they know good and well yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, so there's nothing. It's got to be independent. <laughs> it's got to be these studies have to be independent, free of government intervention. Yes. In order to uh, fix the VA, you have to have the people to fix it free of government intervention. They cannot work for the VA. Well, one problem it they has had, to be independent. Uh, uh, is they are instructed, uh, I'm, I know on the GAO report 04410, uh, mm-hmm. I was speaking mm-hmm. with, with a gentleman, one of the authors of that report, and he said, the problem we had uh, is we had to go to the VA, the DOD, for our sources. And when yeah, they misled us and lied to us and withheld information, and then we in turn placed that in a GAO report, yeah. It's hard to go back and change it whenever they find out they've been hoodwinked. Uh, they've been worse and, than hoodwinked. Uh, they've been shit Well, yeah, <laughs> out and out lied to is what they were. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well, see, yeah. that coming back to this, and they'll have to use a lot of shenanigans to pull these changes off, John. Uh, they want to get rid of uh, unemployability. Or cut it way mm-hmm. back, it'll make it more stringent in order to qualify for it, where almost nobody can qualify for it. Uh, you know who started and, that mess? Huh? You know who started that mess, don't you? Well, what? In the earlier. Mick Mulvaney. Yeah. The director of the, yeah, the budget man. Yeah. Yeah, that man started all and the crap. Who, who's the easiest people to pick on? A bunch of helpless vets. My God, most of them. Are, yeah. They're lucky to get through a day, let alone put up with all this nonsense. And they yeah. feel like they... Actually, it makes you feel like they, they don't even think veterans deserve anything. No, and, uh, and they're just looking at numbers, and you know you're a number. You, I'm a number. 
And if you wasn't actually wounded out on a battlefield, don't mean you didn't have service injuries in the service. My God, it's a dangerous uh, occupation being in the it's service. Dangerous place. Yes, it is. And uh, yeah. unfortunately, uh, the people in the service, unless they taking care of themselves, they uh, uh, you know, word of mouth, one veteran or one service member telling another one, don't go over there. There's a bunch of clotstic acid or something you might fall into or uh, they have a, a open contamination contamination uh Agents all over the place, uh, you know, you can get into something without even knowing it. Years later, you get down that. sick. Some of it takes a lot of years to manifest. And and, and here now, the Bratton's got to prove up, well, what happened? When did it happen? Mm-hmm. And the VA wants to know the ID number off the barrel, you know, or how's that? They want to know who hung the asbestos on the ship, who put it up, you know, the ship was built back in the 40s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when they come along and they start talking about doing these changes, uh, yeah, the VA is adversarial. Uh, at least they admit it now. Uh, yep. Now, beans have admitted that. Let's say, well, we admitted one. Let's go ahead and and take this guy's. Uh, he's seventy years old or seventy-five. He's getting Social Security, and he's getting. VA or 60% service connection. Mm -hmm. We just can't have that. We could use that money to to give out some more bonuses. Mm -hmm. And this guy in his 70s, he ain't able to do much. And so so all you veterans out there... Please, we got to look out for one another. You see some poor veteran, old elderly veteran getting shafted, lending some help, getting steered so, in the right direction. Social Security's joined forces with them, son. They're going after veterans now. Yeah, yes. And now I no telling what's coming from there. But you had your mm-hmm. Social Security and your... You're being attacked on two sides, at least. Yeah, if you're a vet, if you're 100% veteran, you're in your 40s, early 50s. Oh, oh, I'd be Larry. I would not. I would. Yeah. They'll sneak a bill in on you before you can bat an eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to stay up to date on veterans' affairs. Uh, uh, reading uh, 
uh, websites like Habit, uh, and there's others. Uh, ben Krause, he puts out an excellent newsletter. He keeps you up to date on his uh, on Veterans Affairs, and and there's several other organizations. Uh, stay up to date. Don't get caught blindsided because I'll tell you what, they'll do you under an heartbeat. That's all it takes is a boat. Yeah. Yeah. They can put it up and say no one opposed it. <laughs> or they'll yeah. put it on your rider on something crazy. They'll do that too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they, got, please, they get their trip. Uh, if but you even think they're doing it. something, call your congressman at least and say, "We cannot allow this to happen." Shulkin needs to worry about his own bed being cleaned up until I start messing around with the VA because he's already been in trouble for taking his wife on a trip overseas and doing all kind of fun yeah. stuff on the government nickel. He needs to worry about that. I think he should be he should be gone for that. Well, he's uh, he learned where the hog pad is, and he he wants to wallow in it. Uh, Yep. He He may have done some good things. We need someone in there that I don't know. After they get in there, John, they feel like veterans that have been. Uh, undeserving of what they're getting. After they're in there yeah. while you watch, every one of them seemed. They then they settle back and they say, "Well, I'll let the lower echelon handle it however they want." Poor veterans. The VA needs to do one thing. They need to go through the entire system and clean it out. And uh, what I'm saying is they need to go through and find all the fraud and the abuse going on inside the BA because I've seen reports of people making up fictitious veterans and, you know, paying paying so much money to them and then keeping the retro. That happened right here. Absolutely. And I've even heard the of them making veterans. Yeah, we had a guy yeah. with the DAV, a VA a, a person, and he got several people to file claims. And they filed the claims, and these people got paid, but the DAV rep and the VA guy got the back pay. Yeah. And they turned into Absolutely. a lot of money, millions of dollars. Yes, it did. And one guy they was a mile at Southwest Airlines. Yeah. Yeah. Can so you I'm imagine? Say probably not the only one. That's not the only one. No. I'd say it's, they'll say it's through the yeah. VA. Uh, it's a uh, golly, you're dealing with a criminal element. Uh, yeah, and like organized crime. Well, it is. Mm-hmm. And we got some real fat cats involved in this. Uh, they're getting their kickbacks, and more veterans at the, on the backs of poor veterans. How many veterans you know deserving to to uh, they deserve to be 
taken care of, and they never got a doggone cent. Never did. Nothing but worry and grief. A lot of them lost their families. Still going on today. How many's been dead for over 20 years and didn't get nothing? Yeah. True. And, and, uh, uh, how many veterans' widows are out there trying to decide whether to use money to buy medicine or food? There's a plenty of them because there's a lot of them that never received DIC because their mm-hmm. husbands were jerked around by time or their spouses uh, were jerked around to, to the uh, point where they wasn't quite at 100% because of this or that. And mm-hmm. uh, the poor widow, uh, she gets nothing. And uh, actually, I... I feel if it was only 70% or 60%, the widow ought to at least get half that. Uh, yeah, the DIC is about 1300 bucks. Uh, is it $1,300? Yeah, $1,200. Well, $1, but, you know, it's really not based off what the best you draw. That's a set amount. Oh, it is. So yeah, it's safer. If it's $1,300 and he's over 50%, they ought to give it to her. Yeah, so the veteran, say the veteran's 10% for heart, for heart condition, and he ups and kills over with a heart attack, well, he, his service next condition killed him, so his wife should get DIC. Yeah. And uh, But now, remember the 10-year rule, too. That's a big one. You know, as veterans up permanent total, that 10-year rule is big time. If you're service-connected and married for 10 years, which would be service-connected yeah. 10 years, 100%, P&T, then your wife's eligible for, for any any cause of death, except yeah. for suicide or something like that. But, I mean, it's... So, you know, there's a fine line there and the way it's written, and people need to read it very closely. There's stipulations on IU attached to that. Yeah. Because in reality, if you're drawing IU, you're not 100%. You are whatever percentage you are, and you're drawing IU because you can't work because of the condition. That's true. That's how it's done. Yep. Now, here's another fact. If you're a 100% permanent total veteran, and you draw Social Security, and you're under you're your retirement age. Social Security's definition of disability is different than the VA, so they can come back and look at you. And if you don't meet their definition, they can take your Social Security away from you. I see, you know, it happens a lot. And something has to be done in Congress on that issue right there because if you're 100% permanent total veteran and you've got one condition at 100%, then they need to get together. We've got two different government rating systems. And we don't need two different systems. We need a system that is considered of the other system. And yeah. so they need, they, need to, they, they need to get together and do something about those two systems because the veterans is one losing that situation also as well, you know. They're going to say, okay, well, you don't have this. We're going to take $800 a month Social Security away from you. Well, you're not just losing your Social Security. You lose your Medicare and everything else. So oh, a, I can get rough. I can, you can get, get real rough. rough. 
Yep. Bankruptcy court's full of them. That's what yeah. happens. So, it's not the veterans' fault. No way. It's a system. It's an unfair system. And it needs to be brought in line together where they can communicate together. And if the VA issues, if the VA says a person is 100% permanent total, then Social Security ought to have a secondary note saying, okay, there it is. But no, they get to use the excuse, well, our system's different. Well, they need to fix their systems. Okay? Because they're, they're just tap dancing, hiding behind the tree. That's what they're doing. And it needs to come down. It needs to come down from Congress to, in order to streamline both those processes. You know, and do not change the VA to Social Security. There's no better to be served today. Well, once you get a notice of a change that could be detrimental to you, you get some help real quick. Get some legal mm-hmm. advice and do not wait till tomorrow, the next day, or next week. You do it immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you gotta you gotta get on top of it fast. Because as a rule, they don't give you a lot of time, and hopefully they uh, they're hoping you won't even receive the letter. It'll go end up getting lost if they did send one. I've heard of that well, happening to people, and they never even got a notice. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know, they it's it's out there. It happens, people. It happens. Yes, and, it uh, does. You know, if, happen, got, if you if you have a serious disability from the VA, you know, if you got something really serious now, you know, I mean, it's uh, like if you got an issue, issue like a spinal cord injury. Yeah. Or something like that, or you've got severe pulmonary hypertension and lung issues like that, you know, they need to, uh, you know, they should leave you alone. Because the only thing it does is add to anxiety, you know. It leads to anxiety. And Social Security is allowed to discriminate against younger people because that's the way the law is set. Did you know that, Gerald? Yeah, they yeah. Uh, they don't like uh, younger people. No, they don't. You know, they don't like anybody on Social Security. <laughs> if you're a Desert Storm veteran, you're 100% VA, and you're on Social Security. I guarantee you, you're getting hit every every two years with a letter. Yeah. And then you got to go out of your way to do this and that, and you send stuff back to them. So that's just uh, it's crazy. Have you worked in the? Are you able to work? Do you want to go to yeah. work? You know, <laughs> but that's another issue. If you've worked and you're on IU and you get that better and you work, you liable to lose both of them. Yeah, don't do that, folks. Whatever you do, mm-hmm. don't work. If you're getting IU, if you're getting IU, you should be unable to work anyway. So anyway, that's uh, right. That's what it should be. Don't push you. But luck. I've seen a lot of veterans lose it. I Some have to pay back the money. 
And there's been some that actually went to jail, you know, over yeah. that. That's true. Uh, don't think you're going to work for someone and they're not going to 1099 you because they will. Yeah, because that's the payment they send you off their taxes. Yeah, you're right. And... Uh, uh, if you're that bad that you was able to file for IU and and win that award, then don't be going out working. Uh, you're better off to forget the IU if you're at seventy percent. You're allowed to make uh, so much a month anyway. Uh, you okay? So. Gerald, I wanted to touch on another issue. Okay. And uh, this is a, kind of a strange issue. It's kind of comical from where I'm sitting. Um, there's a the American Investment Chapter, Lake Springfield, I guess that's in Illinois, Springfield, Illinois, has been temporarily closed. Allegations that it is involved into a social club that was not fulfilling its mission of helping disabled veterans. And uh, an inspector general for the Disabled American Veterans National Office in Cold Spring, Kentucky, said these are the same type of complaints that led the spring to a closure for 90 days in 2010. So, what happened was this turned into a social club or, you know, it's kind of like the BFW clubs and the American Legion Legion post where the vets go in there and it's uh, you walk in the door and it looks like a, looks like a smokestack out of a coal furnace. Yeah, i him And the alcohol is flowing tremendously. You know, that's one of the places you walk in with a swagger and walk out with a stagger. But <laughs> yeah. they was too busy partying instead of helping veterans. You know, of course, they should have a service officer in place to help vets out. Uh, I've always said this, you know, I don't think I want a service officer filling up my paperwork if you drink if you drunk. You never <laughs> yeah, know what you get turned in for. <laughs> but they closed this place temporarily, I guess. <laughs> funny. The 90 days suspension, so I guess they'll have to figure it out. They need to get new service officers to help veterans out. Uh, yeah, that's what they originally, originally were uh, created for, was to help, you know, other veterans, because there's a lot of, uh, I'd call them super disabled. They just got to have help, and... Uh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, here I can see a sick, sick bathroom walking in the door of one of them on a walker barely getting along, and and uh, it, it's a full of smoke. You can cut it with a knife, and like you say, there's uh, they're just a big party time. Uh, but he'll have a lot of camaraderie, I guess. Uh, they, 
they can sit around, if they can manage to drink beer, most of them probably can't. If you're taking medicine, you shouldn't be drinking alcohol anyway. Uh, I got another you. for you, buddy. I got another bit of news for you. This is Ann Arbor, Michigan. His sick veteran died after he stopped breathing because the Ann Arbor VA nurse mistakenly said he had a DNR. Well, I know I read Walmart they had a, um, oh, do not resuscitate. Yeah, they did open heart surgery on him. (laughs) The nurse said, and just let him die. Yeah, just let him die. Now, They've got her under investigation, or did they out and out bar her? I don't know. She should be in jail. That's it. You've dropped out on me, John. It says the BAOIG did investigate it, and they said that uh, they failed to place a guy on a heart monitor. As a recovery, you know, you're supposed to be on a heart monitor if you had open heart surgery in the hospital. Well, I would think. Because there's a person that monitors that at front the nurse's office, you know, in the nurse's station. And if your heart they monitor is they know it. Heart monitor. Yeah. He went on a heart monitor. So I want to say probably this, 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 well, here we go again. The whole crew should be in it. Any time situations like this happen and the people's family file a tort claim and they win a couple million bucks, the VA is not responsible for paying it. It comes out of a general government fund. So the people that cause the mistake never get slapped on the hand or, you know, never yeah. get disciplined in that situation. They have no, uh, how do you say it, they have no admission for recourse. You know, and uh, that's something else that needs to be fixed. In our system, That's, instead, what they're doing is they're putting tort limitations on everybody. You know, I mean, this. You know, what's the guy said? Open heart surgery, and they 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 don't have a hook up to a heart monitor, and he dies. Well, they. To me, that you know, open heart surgery is not a death sentence. You know, people people get that every day. You know, but your chances of dying, you don't have a chance of that. On them, John. Yeah, they, they should have put a heart monitor on them. Yeah. I know, I was in the hospital, I had one, and I had it on, I had, I had to wear it. Yeah, I did too. I hated it, but I had to. Heart monitor? Well, this is a disaster, because... You got your doctor, the whole whole crew, the the whole staff right there over that patient should That's pay true. the price. Should pay from mm-hmm. the doctor on down. It's his job to come out and verify that the patient went through the surgery okay. You know, they usually wait for you to wake up and... And then the doctor will say a few words for you. I guess be sure he didn't kill you. If you talk mm. back to him, then uh, he knows, well, everything's fine. 
But when they go to the, the station there where the monitors are, it seems to me he'd at least look up and see if, if all his leads are attached because they're always coming off, you know. They always come off, and they go, beep, beep, it always raises. Yeah, and that, that alerts them in the nursing station, something's wrong, get down there. <clears throat> they'll come in, and they'll oh, say, oh, well. Here's a little bit of news that happened just south of you. Oh. Just in Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, Little Rock, oh, my God. Three former yeah. Little Rock VA employees pled guilty to drug dealing schemes involving opioids and other drugs. Oh, Would man. They be selling drugs. I hope they give them life in prison. Yeah. Uh, you know, Little Rock, Arkansas, I was reading, and matter of fact, they called me today. Uh, wanting me to come down to a P- I think it was today, might have been yesterday, do a, a, a PTSD examination. <laughs> well, you need to go, buddy. I mean, you never know. Well, uh, I put it off. Uh, well, I tell anyway. you what, the show keeps it up. Well, keeps it up. PTSD is going to be history, that magic pill. Well, I was reading about it today, and I said, well, no wonder they want me to come down there. They probably want to give me another damn pill. <laughs> As if 33 ain't enough every morning. Well, they want to give you the magic pill. <laughs> well, that's all I need, some magic pills. Uh... No, uh, I asked him to put it off because I got some other medical things that's got to be attended to. But and they agreed, luckily. Well, you yeah, you got to get some stuff taken care of before you start even on that adventure because I think this next adventure you're going to go through is going to help you a whole lot better than that. Well, yeah, it'll be better than that magic pill they claim <laughs> I got. Uh, I think they get magic. They get magic mics. You get magic pill. It's in you to Disney World with all magic, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they send you. I'll, I'll guarantee you probably in another universe. <laughs> kind of worries oh, yeah, me uh, when I read about it. Uh, uh, they give a guy this a veteran this pill. Next thing you know, you're cured. Just take your medicine. You ain't. You know, we're going to reduce it from 50 to 20 or 10. You know, you made a hell of an improvement there. Uh, and truth be known, it's probably nothing but a damn aspirin. But uh, uh, no telling what they're going to give a poor veteran. They uh, do too much experimenting on them, and that's got a lot of veterans in trouble. So, if you have if you have a outside doctor, out uh, an internal medicine doctor, take this magic pill up to them and get their impression of it. That's what I would do. I I don't take no pill from VA unless my doctor outside 
internal medicine doctor approves it. That's right. And I, I, I give it back to them. Uh, uh, I, mine, uh, finally got, I finally got mine to uh, set on a medicine hat. I was taking well, this and I stand up and get dizzy. Yeah, and they finally got them cut in half, and uh, they sent me home with some other stuff and a new pill splitter. But other than that, you know, of course, you know, when you've had half your stomach removed, you know, sharp pills is hard on you anymore. you got to have the real stuff. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, you got to absorb just, all that mad you can or the proper yeah. amount of medicine for you. Uh, and not everybody's the same. Everybody's different. Everybody has well, you different know, chemistry. If you look at this and you see the VA medical centers and you see how they treat us over the years, I mean, actually, it's not been bad treatment. You know, I mean, you, you weigh everything, and it actually turns out to be pretty good. You know, they really care. Most of the veterans issue that I know that I've been dealing with all these years is not the hospitals at all. It's the regional offices. It's regional. I see a lot of vets inside the VA. You go in there and you see they got a chip on their shoulder and they're just mad as they can be. And they're mad because their claims in limbo and their things like that. And they take it out on the poor people at the hospital. They had a good thing to do with the claim. You know, unless you're going to Yeah, take it easy on those. Those people, folks, yeah. be nice to them. They'll be nice to you and try to help you out with what ails you. But as mm-hmm. far as your claims go, I don't believe they they got much input on that. Right. Uh, so, no. uh, don't get upset with them. Your, your beefs with the regional office... If you're having yes. claims issues, and uh, one of the major problems I found is knowing what's in your claims folder. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah. Your claims well, you better folder, know. you got you to better know, know what's in it. The best advice I can give is two things. Two things, Gerald. You know what exactly what's wrong with you. Exactly what is wrong with yeah. you. Yeah. And number two is how exactly what's wrong with you relates to the Title 38 Part 4. That's the bread and butter book because it's the rating for disabilities. Yeah. Now you get to the adjudication process in the Part 3 that determines how you relate that disability to your service. But the part four is the most important part because you know when you look at the part four, if they don't, if they rate you, and they usually if you get lowballed, you can catch that in a hurry. Yeah. And there's keywords and buzzwords that you have to realize <clears throat> in that regulation, and or or. Remember the word and because if you have a condition and another condition and another condition, then you get this percentage. It has to be three conditions combined, right? Yeah. Or as you have this condition or this condition, you don't have to have both. You just have to have the one after or. That's the percentage. And that or is usually in the 100% rating code. 
for different different diseases and different issues. Look it up. Yeah, you gotta you know what you If you're a veteran, got time in your hands and have a computer, this information is stuff you need to know. Instead of sitting home and watching the news and being on Fox News all day, get in front of the computer and start reading that part three and part four, you'll learn something. In my case, I've learned too much. (laughs) 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 So, but no, I very. I was kind of reading this article, Gerald, about uh, the lady that says we need to give up our appeal rights. She's telling us to reopen the claim instead. She looks like she needs to be uh, fired. This is another well, road in my opinion, that she does, because that's just a, a gimmick to get veterans to give up their retro pay, for one thing. Hmm. Uh, although right now we have avenues that we can cover around that should they force you into it. I don't see how they can force you into it. And and uh, I believe this would warrant a call to everyone's congressmen and senators out there that you don't even want this kind of talk. Because they start this mess right. off with, with some silly talk, and next thing you know... They're introducing it in law because, oh, according to our our survey, everybody's for it. We got all the big six uh, veteran organizations supporting this and think it's a great idea. I got news for you. If any veteran service organization supports something like this, they're done. Well. They're done. I couldn't imagine any. You know, there are many, yeah. Uh, if, 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 if 100,000 veterans get mad at the DAV over something like this and they ask for their dues back, that could happen. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. Uh, you know. Well, first of all, every veteran, and this is a lot. This is a law. They got to change the law. Every veteran has a right to appeal. If you go Every to court, right to even civilian court, and you don't like the judge's decision, you can appeal his decision. Yeah. Go to the next higher court. Uh, and and when they come up with this silly talk, well, we call it silly talk now. But you watch how quick they'll they'll try to turn it into a reality, and if they don't get enough opposition to it, it'll go through. You would think no yeah. way, but it can you happen. You read that Federal Register. Uh, well, have you noticed the Federal Register, girl? Have you noticed how much the Federal Register changed since last year? It has you know, changed. Laws and stuff. It's a lot smaller than what it used to be, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a fact. But uh, you you got to be careful and keep an eye, keep up to date somehow. Uh, keep up to date. 
the VA has its own websites. Of course, they're pretty picky what they put on there, but uh, sometimes they slip up and you can pick up on something. And and through word of mouth, uh, stay up to date on these uh, veterans' websites like hadit.com. Uh, right. uh, there's not not hardly anything going to happen within the VA establishment that the com is not going to be aware of, and it'll be posted there. Uh, uh, you have to stay up to date on this, because any little thing they do is going to affect somebody. And That's you true. don't want that somebody being you. Uh and as a rule, it's not always for the better, unfortunately. No. It can go the other it can go south on us real quick. And uh this is uh stay up to date. Just stay up to date on veterans affairs. If if you're drawing any service connection at all, no matter how secure you feel uh, don't let that go to your head. You stay up to date on veterans' issues. Take 30 minutes exactly. a day or even 15 minutes a day will gain you a lot reading different sites and say, well, I'll tell you what, you want to keep up with these news articles like that, you can keep on. T-Bird puts some stuff on com, and you can also go to Ben Krause's site, uh, disabledvets.org. You can look at it. He does a lot of good stuff in the news. He puts a lot of good articles out. He's an attorney. Pretty sharp guy. And, uh, so yeah, and, and they'll put you on their email stuff. list. So yeah. uh, that's good to have uh, for those yeah. of you who have computers. Those of you who don't, Stay in contact with with the veterans uh, that uh, uh, do uh, stay up on these sites so you know what's going on. You don't want something sneaking up behind you. And my lands, when they blindside you, you're, uh, as a rule, you don't have a lot of time to offset nothing. No, they hit you with an eight pounds lead. It's kind of hard to. Yeah. Well, sometimes I only give you 10 days. You might not receive a letter in the mail for five or six of those. Uh, well, if you do buddy, get We've a had a good show. We've had a good show, buddy. We've got a lot of information out there. I hope everybody enjoys it, appreciates it. So I'll run this thing again this well, week, and we'll play it and let other folks listen to it. And uh, But uh, overall, it's been a pretty good show. Yeah, only got about a minute. We we tried. We never had to call in, but that's okay. Uh, We know people are listening, so that's what's important. And hopefully, someone will benefit from something we've said. And uh, remember, folks, if you have a claim pending, whether it's appeal or whatever. Stay up to date on your claims folder. Please do that. It's critical. Uh, Because I've had 
three different claims, three or four different claims folders, and they all been different. Yep. And when you run into a situation like that, it's hard to deal with the VA. Make the 500 pages some message, junk out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it, unreal, but it happens. It took me years to find that out. And which one's real? <laughs> That's right. They're all real in one form or another, but yeah, why ain't they together? But anyway, yeah, folks, yeah. That's, our, that's our show for today. We hope someone out there got some benefit of it. And uh, we want to thank uh, com for their support and uh, sponsorship, actually. And this will be Gerald Cook with Jay Basser. We'll be signing off for now. It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. You've been listening to the Hadit.com blog talk radio show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or blog talk radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com blog talk radio and the Ask Basher Show. <laughs>